Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey, it's Megan here. And before we dive into today's call with Suzanne, I just want to give a little bit of a um, disclaimer or just let you know that her audio connection um, with the internet was a little bit spotty as she shares in the call that her house had recently had a fire. And so she was up in the mountains and didn't have as good of service uh, for internet. So I did the best I could with editing out the breaking up of the internet and I just hope that you can look past that and enjoy what Suzanne has to offer and share and take in the message that she shares um, and just let go of the quality of the sound of the audio because there's so much goodness in there. So let's dive into that. Hello, Suzanne. Welcome to Groovy Moms Podcast. I am so excited, excited and honored to have you on here. Thanks for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. So I could you when before we even get started, just share who you are and kind of your story. I know all of our stories of grief are so many layers, but share as much as you want to share about your grief journey, your grief story, and how you came to know grief. Okay. Uh, my name is Suzanne Lieb. I live in California. And I lost my son seven years ago. I came to know grief a year ago because I just kind of pushed everything down and didn't deal with it. So I found Megan, and she's been helping me ever since. My son died from a brain tumor complicated by stroke. We had him. He was in the hospital for 11 months in the ICU. We got him home, and he was doing very well. He was. We had to teach him how to walk, talk, everything all over again. And then... One morning, I was going to work, and I checked on him. Everything was fine, and then a half hour later at work, I get a call that he had died, and I don't know why. I still don't know why, so that was very hard, and he had actually walked the day before unassisted, so it's almost like, you know, he wanted me to be proud of him, but I, everything he went through, I was very proud of him, but when he died, I, I went numb. I knew he was gone, but I was always waiting for him to walk through the door. And he never did. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that you described it as you came to know grief a year ago because you lost him seven years ago, you said. You know, but it's interesting our different experiences where you started to really feel the pain is kind of how you describe it, right? One year ago. Right. And it, it affected me physically, and that scared me. Mm-hmm. And I thought I had had to deal with this. Mm-hmm. What what prompted you to deal with it? The physical pain of it, or how it affected you physically? 
Like what made you decide to? Physically, and it was, I was losing my hair actually. And, and I asked my doctor and she said, have you had any grief counseling? I said, no, they, they never offered it to us anything. We just, they just turned us loose and that was it. Mm -hmm. So I just kept busy. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think about anything. And I guess the stress of all of that started me losing my hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's incredible how we are affected physically, mentally, emotionally, how it all takes a toll on our body. And sometimes it's it's that physical portion that we're like, oh my gosh, I actually have to deal with this. Like there's something here that because it, it shows yes. up in a way that we can see it, you know, or we can feel it in our bodies that way. Yes, it was like my aha moment, but <laughs> which I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. It's a painful moment, though, mm -hmm. too, right? Yes, it is, very. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to go back to part of your story when um, your son had been walking the day before the, for the first time unassisted, and that there's that roller coaster of, like, feeling so happy and so proud of him and so excited, and then all of a sudden he's gone. And there's that, I think, no matter how your child dies, there's that shock of it. Yes. And all the unknowns for you, how have you worked through that, or how has that affected the way you grieve? I think a lot, because I didn't grieve. Mm -hmm. I really didn't even cry much. I tried to force myself to cry, but it, I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about it, because I knew how bad it was going to hurt. Mm -hmm. And if I thought, you know what, it's time. We have to deal with this one way or another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting how we all come to that own time in our lives. Like, we just can't numb it anymore. Or almost like your body, it's almost like your body was protecting you for a while. Like, this is the way you deal with the shock of it. You know, mm -hmm. and then as you're ready to work through it, it starts to open up and you find places to get that help. Right, that's what I did. Mm -hmm. How has anxiety played a role for you in your grief journey? Anxiety has played a big role. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially when those waves of grief hit you. Mm -hmm. It's just, you don't know what to do. You, know, you can't breathe, you just can't do anything. And I had a big wave of grief hit me. When my husband was in the hospital, because he was in the same hospital mm -hmm. as my son, was in, um, when I was leaving there, as long as I was with somebody, I was fine. Mm -hmm. But when I was leaving, I don't even remember walking out of the hospital. I ended up in front of the ICU where he was at. Mm -hmm. And I just ran out of that building and sat in the car and just cried. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I, can't, I couldn't breathe. The walls were closing in. I got to do something about this. Yeah. Yeah, anxiety is something that's so hard to describe to other people, too, and how it affects you and how mm -hmm. it's so real, like, for you, even to other people who look in at you and be like, oh, that's just irrational. It's like, no, for you, it's absolutely true and absolutely, mm -hmm. like, everything you're feeling that you can't. Very real. Yeah. Yeah. We talk often about the about emotions and all of the emotions inside of Grieving Mom's Haven and how to sit with them. 
What's the biggest difference for you that you've seen in your own journey in learning how to sit with your emotions? What does that mean for you? I've, I've been able to process them instead of push them away. Mm-hmm. And that helps a lot. Yes, sometimes it really hurts to do it, mm-hmm. but you have to. It is never going to go away. You always will have grief in your life and processing the emotions, I think, is the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. It really helps me and all that. It really works. How has it changed for you? Like, you know, because you, you've had the experience of resisting and numbing emotion mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. And what, how has it changed for you that, um, like when you have learned and begin practicing, because I always say it's a practice for the rest of our lives, for all of us. Yes, it is. Practicing how to feel and connect with your body. What has that changed for you? Like how has your life changed when you begin to allow yourself to feel? Because it is painful. And I think that's the scary thing is like, why should I feel that? It's so painful. But what kind of gifts has it given to you in your life when you allow yourself to feel that? Given me um, a reason to go on, actually. I didn't know why all this was happening. I mean, I knew why, but I didn't know how to deal with it. So now I know if a wave of grief comes and it hurts and I can't deal with it, I just let it flow. Mm-hmm. I let it go through. It's hard sometimes, but it really works. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me be a better person mm-hmm. to my family, you know, to my friends. Mm-hmm. In what ways? Can you share some ways that it's made you feel like you're a better person now? I'm actually able to focus more on things and um, it just, even my husband said, you know, you've changed for the better. He goes, I see it. He goes, you're not so down and out and as he said, very crabby. (laughs) (laughs) um, I think that's the problem. Yeah. (laughs) He says, this must be working for you. Mm -hmm. I said, it is. It's definitely working for you. It's it's just such an interesting thing because I, I want to go back to that. Like feeling the pain feels so scary and so like if I resist it, maybe, you know, it will just go away. Or if I feel it, I might fall apart and never be able to pick myself back up again. Exactly. And if I feel it, you know, maybe everything around me is going to fall apart. And, you know, maybe I have other kids to take care of. Maybe I have a house to take care of. Maybe I have a job to go to. Whatever it is, the things that we need to take care of in our lives we're like if I fall apart I'm not taking care of any of that but what was your experience like when you begin to first allow yourself to feel at first it was for me exhausting Mm -hmm. I just it was tiring I and you have to be strong and you have to let it go through you instead of push it away and that's hard to do Mm -hmm. blunders so to speak but I've been strong enough and I'm happy for that to, to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I could talk about it better now. And I, it's not, it's, I mean, he's always on my mind, of course, but I don't think about his death every day, every minute of every day mm-hmm. and how he died. I'm able to let that go because I couldn't change it. I had no control over what happened. Mm-hmm. You did have a lot of guilt surrounding his death. Um, can you talk about that (laughs) and how you've processed that and worked through that? And is that still something that you deal with right now? The guilt, I have to honestly say, no, I don't. Because when I started working with you, 
I learned that, you know, could I change the situation? No. I thought it was all me because I went to work that day. Mm-hmm. I thought if I would have stayed home, something might have changed. I might have saved his life. Or And I felt that for six years. Mm-hmm. And now I know, you know, I couldn't change it. No matter what I did, I could not have changed it. Mm-hmm. And what has that given you when you so can that, let go of that guilt? Right there, relief. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much relief. Yeah. Not dwelling on that guilt all the time. Yeah. It's so... It's... And, of course, I sit there and think sometimes I could have changed it. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, a, it's a place you know that you can go to if you want to cause yourself pain and suffering. You can exactly. go there <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. No, I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there to visit guilt. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want to go back. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, after you've processed it and felt it and like held space for it, you don't need to go back anymore. Right. And you know where that is. Grief is an all-encompassing experience. Um, The more that I do this work, the more that I know that we're all touched by grief in some way or another in our lives. And I I hear stories of people over and over and over again about the grief that they have in their lives, whether it's from child loss, like this community and Grieving Moms Haven that I have is for that. But so many people who have grief from so many other things in their lives as well. And you mentioned you wanted to share about other types of grief and loss as well. What are those for you? And what what types of losses did you want to talk about? Well, personally, um, I I took a course in conscious grief grief series. And um, I've learned there's many, many types of grief. But for me, it would be on July 4th, my house burned down and we lost everything. And that's a grief. And unfortunately, all of my son's things, his ashes, and my mom's ashes were in that fire. Mm-hmm. So it felt like they died all over again. Mm-hmm. It almost threw me back to square one, but I'm trying very hard to just not let that happen. Mm-hmm. You can, I mean, a relationship you can grieve from, you can grieve so many things you don't even realize. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about that is that we might have different circumstances or things that happen, but the pain of the grief or the emotion or the energy of the emotion is the same. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sat there and watched that house burn knowing they were in there. Yeah. And I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. And that's so painful. I can totally see how it would feel like you lost them again because you're losing, like, um, they're called, yeah. like, attachment objects that you have connected to them Mm -hmm. you know physical objects tangible objects and and their ashes are them and that's just so painful for that like you can't replace that no it's impossible yeah what have you been doing to allow yourself to grieve because i know you said you're you don't want to go back to square one but how have you been able to support yourself or allow instead of running from the grief or pain how can you allow it to be there and feel it. I think I'm in survival mode mm-hmm. because it's been so recent. Yep. So that's how I'm dealing with it at the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's moment by moment, like you say. Yep. I don't know how it's going to hit me completely mm-hmm. or when. I know it happened. You know, it's horrible. It hurts. 
but I got to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a period of survival, and I can't wait for you to come on another call that you can get the support, you know, online and, and being able to talk with other people about it, too. It's been so special, Suzanne, for me to get to know you throughout your time and being in Grieving Mom's Haven and part of the other offerings that I've shared. How has Grieving Mom's Haven and the other moms inside and all the tools that you've learned to support yourself as the grief waves come changed your changed your experience in carrying grief? Grieving Mom's Haven made it possible for me to grieve. Uh, I know when the waves of grief come, I can go there. You know, you make friends in the group, and they support you. Nobody judges you. Incredible. It's just a safe space you know you can go to. Yeah, it is. That's my first thought, to go to the web page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how has connecting with your body changed for you? I was just going to say that meditation has been wonderful. But when I met you, we first did it. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't realize how out of tune you are with your body yeah. until you meditate. Yeah. And it makes a really big difference. Yeah. It really does. I think that's the thing is you don't really understand until you feel it for the first time in your own body what's mm-hmm. possible. Yeah, it's incredible the power of your body has mm-hmm. in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you, Suzanne, for coming on and sharing your experience and your story. Is there anything else that is coming up for you that you want to share and talk about? Um, not at the moment. I think I've covered everything. <laughs> I appreciate you having me on. Mm-hmm. What would you say to a mom who is kind of thinking, like, should I join Grievous Mom's Haven? What is it? Is it for me? What would you say to them? I would thought. But you need to try it. Really try it because you can work at your own pace. You, mm-hmm. you, it's a support group you can't find anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I would say yes, join. Yeah, it's a, it's a interesting place because it's, it's so different from anything else you can join. That's yeah, it sure. is. But it's so amazing, and I'm so grateful to have it you there. Sure is. <laughs> yeah, I'm grateful to be there. Thank you. I want to dive into the cultivating compassion questions that I always ask at the end. So the first one is, what is one thing that you could offer to someone who is struggling and feels really alone in their pain? I can offer support, be there for them, because I understand. And that's hard to do. It's hard to find somebody that you could just talk to without them judging you or not understanding what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So that's what I can offer. Mm-hmm. And that's like a, a thing is like, there's like a language that grieving moms can speak without even needing to like explain yourself or like exactly having to explain it too much you're just like you say it and the person's like yeah I get it you're like oh my gosh there's a weight of relief that somebody else gets it exactly that's so true yeah you know you're not alone there Mm -hmm. it's so great because I felt alone for a very long time yeah and that's a painful thing too yes it is what is one book that has encouraged you and helped you? One book, and I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> it was a book by Crystal Webster, and it was it's really good. I mean, she talks on your level, not all like doctors and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like a one-on-one. Yeah. I'm going to find that book really quick. Um, Confessions of a Griever? 
Uh, yes, I did. Confessions of a Griever. So, that's the book. Confessions of a Griever. I've never read it, but I love adding books to my book list. That's for sure. What's one thing that you've learned from going through this experience? The main thing I've learned is not to judge myself and to let those emotions process. It's very hard, but you have to do it, and you come out much better on the other side. Mm -hmm. I can attest to that. Mm -hmm. And how much judgment causes so much extra on top of it. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, it does. You don't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, Suzanne, for coming on here and for sharing your story. How can people follow along with you or connect with you? They can connect with me through Grieving Moms Haven. I'll be glad to, you know, listen, talk. If some... Come join Grieving Moms Haven. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you so much. And I just, I know you're going through a lot with the fire and you're still grieving, of course. And just, I'm so grateful to have you in Grieving Moms Haven in the community, being part of the moms that are in there who are so amazing. And I'll see you on our next call. Okay, thank you. Thank you. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Grieving Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Grieving Moms Haven at www.grievingmomshaven.com.